0: This is your host Corbin, your guide for Jordan Boat Roberts' Kong Skull Island. Before we get into the making of the film, allow me to take you back to 2017 to remember the top movies released that year. They were Get Out, Lady Bird, Call Me By Your Name, Dunkirk, Thor Ragnarok, Coco, The Shape of Water, Star Wars The Last Jedi, Spider-Man Homecoming, It, Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 2, Logan, Wonder Woman, Phantom Thread, John Wick Chapter 2, Itania, Alien, Covenant, and War for the Planet of the Apes. From that year, we have reviewed Baby Driver, Blade Runner 2049, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, First Reformed, You Were Never Really Here, and Ghost in the Shell. Check in the description for links to those reviews. Back in 2017, Legendary Pictures announced Skull Island, a clear reference to the original King Kong film. Universal was set to distribute until Legendary decided to move the project over to Warner Brothers, so there could eventually be a crossover film with Godzilla. Initially, Joe Cornish was offered to direct, and even Guillermo del Toro was suggested by Peter Jackson, who previously brought Kong to the big screen in 2015. But ultimately, Jordan Vogt-Roberts was announced to direct. Roberts made a name for himself with his 2013 indie hit, The Kings of Summer. To keep continuity with the previous Godzilla film, Max Bornstein wrote the first draft. He also wrote the draft of Godzilla. But the idea of making Apocalypse Now with Kong was John Gatson's plan. Surprisingly, Legendary rejected his initial Vietnam setting, instead opting for World War I and having Tom Hiddleston's character searching for his missing brother, who became lost on the island searching for the Titan Serum which could cure any illness. Once Roberts met Gattens he really liked the Vietnam concept, which Legendary ultimately went with. Dan Gilroy from Nightcrawler and The Born Legacy, and Derek Connolly from Safety Not Guaranteed and Jurassic World, both added to the script. According to a Fandango interview, when it came to designing the creatures, Roberts wanted Kong to be a throwback to his original 33 design, but with an updated look. He also drew inspiration from Hayao Miyazaki's Princess Mononoke for the more docile creatures. When it came to the main monsters, the school crawlers, he drew inspiration from the two-armed pit lizard in the 33 film, but it is a fusion from the first angel in the anime series Neon Genesis, Evangelion, No-Face and Spirited Away, and Cubone from Pokemon. At one point, J.K. Simmons and Michael Keaton were set to appear in the film in an undisclosed role but they had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts. Kong School Island was nominated for Best Visual Effects at the Academy Awards, but ultimately lost to Blade Runner 2049. The film had a $185 million budget and grossed $168 million domestically, $398 million in the foreign markets, with a worldwide total of $566.6 million. It was number one opening weekend, raking in $61 million, going up against Logan in second, Get Out in third, The Shack in fourth, and the Lego Batman movie in fifth. Today, the film holds a 6.6 according to the users of IMDb, and a 3 out of 5 on Letterboxd. The film also holds a generally positive 62 meta score and a 75% certified fresh critics rating and a 69% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Audiences straight out of the theater gave the film a B+. Thank you listeners for coming along with me as I have been your guide to the production and impact of this film. Now that you have your guide to Kong Skull Island, make sure to subscribe to the podcast for Alan and I's full review coming next Monday. And tune in the week after as we watch two titans of the small screen duke it out in Tom and Jerry the Movie.